everyone, welcome to MMA at Midnight. This is our post-fight special for UFC 220 and Bellator 192. We're going to start with the UFC 220 card in Boston. Uh, the main event, uh, we'll start with that. Everyone came, expected uh, Ngannou to come out there looking for the knockout, and that's what he did. He came out swinging in the first round, but unfortunately it didn't go his way. He ended up losing a decision to Stipe. Um, after the first round, Francis was completely gassed out. He had nothing. He landed a, maybe a handful of shots after that, like throughout the rest of the fight. But he was completely gassed. Uh, anytime he got taken down, like he barely could get up. His his technique wasn't there. Like his his jujitsu, he did he wasn't scrambling in transitions. He was kind of just sitting there or just trying to like force his way back up, and it wasn't working. Stipe was doing a really good job of controlling him. Um, controlling his body, tiring him out, leaning on him. You know, he, he did a good job, like, constantly kind of, like, leaning leaning on Francis, just, just tiring him out, knowing that Francis was just trying to just stand up, like, uh, just trying to, like, muscle his way back up, and it was just gassing him out even more. Um, he definitely, Francis needs to work on his cardio. Uh, as someone who trains and has this problem, I can tell Francis doesn't breathe when he throws. Um, like he loads up on his punches and when you're like loading up on power shots sometimes you forget to breathe and that's a mistake that Francis is doing um, it's not only that he carries all that muscle and that he's always hunting for the knockout that gasses him out it's also his breathing he definitely needs to work on his breathing um, Stipe you know good wrestling he's tough he's durable you know I'll give him that you know he definitely you know he, he, he surprised a lot of people you know earned a lot of uh, fans you know, through his tough, uh, gritty performance tonight. Um, I am sad to say that, like, I wish I could see some submissions for him. Francis was leaving himself open for, like, submissions the whole time. The rear naked choke was there the whole night. Francis, he'd, like, put his hands on the ground, like, trying to, like, post to, like, stand up. Like, he would leave his back open. He would leave his neck open. Um, I'm surprised Stipe didn't try and take his back. Francis was so tired he couldn't even stand up, like, just carry his own weight, let alone Stipe's. If Stipe took his back, Francis, there was no way Francis was going to be able to stand up. If I was going to be over, he would have rolled him over, flattened him out. It would have been done. I don't know what Stipe, um, you know, I don't know if he didn't want to take chances, but at that point, there was really no chances. Like I said, Francis, his jujitsu was non-existent. He was basically giving it to him. You know, he was posting his arms like this, or he would have one hand like this and the other one posted, or, you know, leaning against the cage, if they're against the cage, trying to stand up. He was leaving his neck wide open. Um, when they're on the ground, like, um, he didn't really try and, like, pass or threaten with a lot of, like, um, dangerous positions where, like, submissions would be effective. Francis's guard wasn't, you know, it was pretty much like, like, it wasn't really there. It was almost, like, non-existent, you know. But on the flip side, Stipe's, you know, wasn't attacking with submissions or jujitsu. You know, Stipe's a great wrestler. He has great um, grappling top control. But um, his submissions weren't there. Um, that was sad to, to see. Um, yeah, someone asked about, uh, at the press conference, about why uh, his corner would wrap towels around him. I'm um, Francis Ngannou, his corner, they wrap towels around him in between rounds. Because um, usually you want to cool off, especially someone like him. I sweat a lot, like, you know, when, like, Muay Thai class, like, there's always, like, a puddle of, like, sweat in front of me. Like, I sweat a lot, and um, Francis is like me. Like, he, he sweats a lot. The last thing you want is to, like, make your body feel even hotter. Your body's sweating to cool you down. Um, 
he they needed to like put some ice packs on his chest the back of his neck like they on his back uh they did or pour some water on him uh i don't think the towels were the best idea francis said it was a minor detail it didn't make a difference but stuff like that definitely does when you're gassed out like that will make a huge difference um last thing you want to do is feel like you're you can't breathe you know you're suffocating with that heat um, and your body can't sweat fast enough to cool you down and you can't hydrate fast enough to keep sweating to cool you down so um that's something you should see work on too also is breathing um maybe have another corner man in the corner that can help him with certain breathing techniques cooling down you know staying loose or motivating him um i, I see he's got some great striking coaches in his corner but maybe um you know add, add, add a little bit some you know maybe mix it in um maybe i know he doesn't train at a big gym he trains at the ufc performance institute and has his own trainers but that's one of the benefits that training at a school you know like a, like a big name gym like you're gonna have like high level instructors in every category from you know jujitsu muay thai boxing wrestling you're gonna have a coach for everything um i, I don't know i'm not gonna talk like i know i'm sure he does you know i'm not saying he he, he doesn't know i'm sure he has coaches for all that stuff but um like a structure at a school or like a large camp um that structure might might not be there i don't know like i said i don't want to speak but when you kind of um just doing your own thing with your own trainers maybe sometimes that structure certain things fall through the cracks so that's something he should look into as well um he said he's going to come back better i believe it you know he's still young in the sport and um the heavyweights are getting older all the heavyweights in the division so I still see him fighting for the belt one day and being champ if he can fix these problems. And they're all fixable. <clears throat> um, let's get to the next fight. We had Daniel Cormier versus Volkan Ozdemir. Um, DC ended up winning um, by TKO. It was the second round, I believe. Yeah. Um, and uh, Volkan, you know, he came out in the first round just like um, Francis did. You know, he was hunting for the knockout. But it looked like he gassed. And DC, I, I want to give a lot of props to DC. He's he's a great all-around fighter. The way he can take guys down and strike. He landed some good punches on Ozdemir. You know, um, his control. He's just an all-around good fighter. His grind, his determination. And you could see his mental game was there. Like, he was focused. He was having fun all week. And when he walked out, he didn't look nervous. Volkan looked very nervous. He always looks kind of quiet, but... Um, you could kind of see he was, um, you know, he didn't have that confidence that DC had in there. And it, um, it was nice to see DC, especially after he got the win. And, you know, he felt like he even said out in the post-fight interview that he didn't feel like the real champion after losing to John Jones, even though they gave him his belt back. Um, and But this, he felt like this made him the champ again. And that was good to see, you know. Um, he definitely has that fighter spirit in him. And, you know, he wants to earn his belt. He doesn't want to, like, hand it to him or anything like that. Um, also, uh, next fight, we'll move on. We had um, Calvin Cater. He defeated Shane Burgos by um, TKO. Uh, this was a good, good fight. Calvin Cater, he showed a lot of his striking. You know, he was a local guy. He showed his striking was really good. Um, it was a good performance by him overall. Um, nothing too much to like pick out, but um, he, he did a solid performance. Um, also had uh, Rob Font defeated Thomas Almeida by TKO. Uh, Rob Font landed a nasty head kick. Um, this was awesome to see. Rob Font, um, you know, he's a dangerous guy. Uh, he's a great striker. 
and it was good to see we we saw a lot of his hands in his previous fights it was nice to see him throw his kicks you know he has good kicks as well you know training at Sidyuk Tong his Muay Thai uh, that was nice to see Thomas Almeida like he's a like a really good fighter he's he's high level in like all areas but he just his defense isn't there like he just takes way too much damage um you know maybe that's something he will fix but he 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 um he gets in a lot of wars so you know he he's, he kind of seems content to like just throw down you know even if it's not the best strategy so um maybe that'll that'll be something we can see um some changes in his game you know he'll go back to the drawing board and prove on that um so that was nice seeing you know the local guys winning in Boston um in the prelims there was um Abdul Razak Al Hassan he KO'd um uh Sabah Homasi that was a brutal knockout that was like a huge like uh uppercut knockout he was out cold though that was vicious um I'm sure you can you know you guys saw the highlights on social media that was that was brutal um also in the um fight pass prelims there was Islam Makachev he defeated Gleason Tebow by knockout uh Gleason Tebow you know he's getting up there in age he's had a lot of fights in the UFC and after this loss um Islam did really good his his, his feint his striking the way he set it up but it just seems like Gleason can't take a shot like he used to you, you know it maybe it might be time for him to like retire you know I don't want to tell him what he should do but you know he's been in a lot of battles as well like maybe it's time for him to hang it up you know so but Islam Makachev had a great performance that was a good knockout by him and um he called out he said he wants top contenders top 15 next fight so hopefully he does you know and you'll have some bigger fights for him in the future <clears throat> Okay, let's move on to the Bellator 192. Um, there was a lot of exciting fights. This was a stack card. Uh, in the prelims, there was a, a spinning back kick to the liver knockout by Joey Davis. He beat Ann Butler. Yeah, that was a great, um, great kick. Yeah, it ran landed right on the body to the liver, um, and yeah, he just he just crumpled like uh, Ann Butler just crumpled. Like that was that was nice. Uh, you can check that out online. I think. Um, yeah, Bellator puts up, like, their fights so you can see after. So um, check that one out. Um, Henry Corrales defeated Georgie Karakanian by decision. Um, this was a little bit back and forth, but Henry Corrales just seemed to, like, like pull away with it. He just seemed more dominant. Georgie Karakanian is a good fighter. He had a few moments, but it was nothing, like, really. Henry Corrales was pretty much dictating the fight the whole time. Georgie, just, he just didn't seem to have, like, that... Um, I don't know whether that spark or that fire in this fight. He just he just seemed out of it. He just you know, and that could easily be just he he, he just realized like he was outmatched by Henry Corrales or something. You know, I'm not not saying any excuses, but it could easily be that he was just you know he was just mentally defeated. Like uh, Henry Corrales was just uh, putting the pressure on him, and he definitely uh you know he made he made a statement in that fight. So. Um, in the next fight, Aaron Pico defeated um, Sharon uh, Shane Crutchen by uh, KO. Um, this was another um, liver shot. Pico hit him with a sick punch to the liver, and um, Shane Crutchen just went down like that. It was over. It was a, it was a sick knockout body shot. Um, Aaron Pico looks really sharp. His boxing, you know, he he does have really good hands. His work with Freddie Roach, like we know, he's done a lot of boxing training in the past and. You know, he's just 
he's really like even though he's young in his mma career he might not have a lot of mma experience his all-around game is very like he's like a veteran in there so uh i think you know it was good for him to get that first uh his his debut that loss out of the way because now it just seems like he's going to be on a tear if he can just keep knocking guys out like this is going to be awesome um yeah that was really good um that was a really good performance by aaron pico in the next fight, we had Michael Chandler versus Goichi Yamauchi. Um, Goichi did um, did well early. He caught uh, he caught Chandler with a sick like hook kick, and it just like Chandler went stumbling back. Like a, I'm surprised it didn't drop him, but it, it rocked him, and he like stumbled back across the cage. Um, that was a really nice kick by Goichi. Um, his submission game is really well, um, but Chandler. Chandler was very comfortable, like, being on top, laying the ground and pound. You know, he ended up winning a decision. That was um, that was a good performance by Chandler. Like, he kind of almost, like, his top game, like, where he kind of, like, almost neutralizes a lot of submissions, even though someone like Goichi was always, like, working for him and, you know, have the wrist control and his legs and hips will always be working. Um, yeah, Chandler almost is like a GSP where he kind of, like, his top game kind of, like, neutralizes you. So that that was um you know Chandler put on a really good performance with that, um, you know I hope Goichi can um still um they still give him some top level fights because I believe he still is like one of the best, so um that would be um good to see him keep fighting and Chandler he said he didn't care if he want if he got the Brent Primus fight, but um you know he should be the champion we we know uh, that Brent Primus fight if it happened again without the injury the more than likely, um. Chandler would win, but you know, well, that fight's gonna happen. Like you said, if Scott Coker wants it, it's gonna happen. I'm sure Scott Coker wants Michael Chandler to be his champion again. <clears throat> In the next fight, we had uh, Rory McDonald versus Douglas Lima for the 170 pound belt, the welterweight championship. Um, this was a great performance by both guys. Um, Douglas Lima, he did a lot of damage. He busted up Rory's nose. He was all bloodied up. Um, his shin, uh, Rory's shin, he had a huge lump on his shin. Like, it, it, was, it was gross. Um, he couldn't even walk after the fight, Rory. Like, he was limping out. Uh, Rory ended up winning a decision. You know, he did a really good job of controlling Lima and dictating where the fight was going. You know, it was, it was a back-and-forth war, but, um, yeah, it was a it was pretty clear-cut um, when most people would agree that Rory won that fight. Um, it was a good performance by him. I, um, I was impressed. Um, Douglas Lima is still, like, one of the best welterweights in the world. He's still, you know, top five welterweight in the world in any organization. Um, I'm sure that Douglas Lima will get his crack back at Rory. If it's not an instant rematch, you know, I'm sure, like, he'll be the one after that, you know. Um, there's a couple guys they probably want to give that title shot to next, but he's right up there in the mix. You know, that 170 division in Bellator is actually really good. So you got Larkin, you know, you got Paul Daly, you got MVP. So, yeah, Rory McDonald, Douglas Lima. So it'll be interesting to to see what matchups are made next um, for those guys. Um, in the main event, it was Rampage versus Chael Sonnen. Um, Rampage, you know, he landed some good strikes, but Chael surprised, uh, surprised me. He, his stand-up looked good against someone like Rampage's boxing which I wasn't necessarily expecting, but Chael did come out, um, come out fired up. He did have a chip on his shoulder, which is, um, 
you know, I felt like he really wanted to win this fight. You know, he got his takedowns. He ended up winning a decision. Um, it wasn't necessarily, like, a completely dominating performance, but he did, you know, I believe he did enough to win. That was, um, you know, Rampage, he just necessarily didn't, necessarily didn't get anything off. Like, he landed some good strikes, but it wasn't anything, like, super significant. You know, he landed a slam, which was good. It was a good fight. Um, I was watching the Nganu, um miocic fight at the same time once they started, so it was a little back and forth. Um, but... You know, I don't. I didn't catch all the details of the of the Rampage Sonnen fight. You know, I might have missed something, but from what I saw, you know, that's that's that was uh, my view of it. Um, it. It was um, it was a good night overall. I had a lot of fun, honestly, watching having like the two screens set up, the UFC and the Bellator. Like, it's a lot of fun. Um, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, when there, stuff like this, this is great. It was a great night. Um. It wasn't just good. It was great. I had a lot of fun. You know, the, just because uh, fights necessarily don't turn out the way you expect them, it was still a great night. I had a lot of fun. Fun. Um, the Bellator and UFC both put on good shows, um, and definitely recommend if you missed, um, if you watch one and not the other, check out the other. You know, and maybe a lot of people were watching the UFC. Go back and watch the Bellator. The Bellator fights were really good. Um, it was a great card. Um, and yeah, that that uh, Rampage Chael was the first round of the Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix. So with Chael winning, Chael moves on to the next round. And he's going to face the winner of Frank Mir and Fedor, which is going to be interesting. Um, and they announced that fight is in April, I believe, in Chicago. So um, yeah, the Bellator is going to keep having these heavyweight matches in the heavyweight tournament. And we'll see how the, the bracket unfolds. <clears throat> Um, that about covers it. Thank you for joining me for the post-fight special for UFC 220 and Bellator 182. Uh, we'll be doing another MMA at Midnight episode this week. And any event that there is, we'll be doing a post-fight special or previewing the events. So subscribe to the channel, uh, like the video, and stay tuned for more. Thank you, guys. Bye.